G'day, Gary. Hello, Gary. Is this Gary? Is this the same Gary of the Everton fan club fame? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's no, a different no, Gary. Not. It's a different no. Gary. There yeah. is a Gary in your in your group. Do anyway. you support Everton, Gary? Oh, uh, oh, I'm uh, afraid, sorry, Brad, Gary. I do not so- want to join. <laughs> oh, then you missed out, Gary. We had a great little get together the other night for the Everton fan a club, vir- a virtual one. Uh, anyway, Gary, thanks years. for calling yeah. in. What, what, what yeah. do you want to talk about? A bit of white fins, actually. I, I managed to watch most of that game last night. Pretty impressive win. Um, Millie and um, Sophie really showed their class. Um, Against not great opposition, I have to say, but I mean it was a major step up from that first game where they, they looked a little bit underdone, I thought. But um, yeah, great win from the girls last night. Yeah, I was going to say, Gary. I mean, you say not great opposition, but I mean that first game. What did you make of that one? It was fantastic last night to see both Sophie and Amelia. The, I mean, you know, a hundred from each of them. But betting at three and four too for, for those who are unaware. Divine betted at number four. Yeah, and great to see Amelia Kerr at. Number three, I think that's a, a fantastic position for her. I think she's probably someone that we'd look to open once Susie Bates is done. I think she could be someone that just bats all the way through. Um, but yeah, the, did you see the first game, Gary? No, I didn't. I didn't know how to actually watch it. I was just um, watching like the updates on a scorecard sort of thing. But I, I think they were just a little bit underdone in that first one because everyone seemed to get a decent sort of start. I mean, okay, it was a, a shortened game, but... Um, yeah, they all got good starts, but nobody really pushed on. And then, by the sounds of it, the bowlers just, just bowled the wrong length in that first game. But like I say, they're just flowing over there, hadn't had a warm-up game. So I think they that's probably what they needed under their belt, you know, just to get used to the conditions. And it's pretty hot over there, you know, coming from, you know, yeah. cold temperatures there and going straight into that sort of weather. It's a bit of a, bit of a change for them. You know, Gary, I think you're right because I think I think in the women's game they probably need to go back to you know what what the men used to do, um, which was go there a little bit earlier, get used to the conditions. Because I watched a little bit of the game and it was actually uh, free to air on YouTube uh, when I went on yeah, line yeah. to watch it, and um, it was such a slow wicket, so it was it, it was very very much in favour of the Sri Lankan players. And I think you're right. I think they adapted in the second game. But yeah, uh, wonderful signs for yeah. for the White Ferns. And that Utta Pathu played a brilliant knock. Yeah, ten fours, five sixes in, the, in that first game. Gary, in a word before we let you go, is the Ashes over? Yes. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can you, you can call back, Gary. Good to chat, my friend. Thanks so much, Sorry, buddy. Grant. Go enjoy your day. <laughs> That's all right. Let's go to Lyle calling in from the Goldie. Hello, Let's Lyle. Talk to the NRL and the Warriors. G'day, Lyle. Great to hear your voice again. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, not too bad, mate. Look, uh, South Sydney, my side, were well overdue for a good uh, performance, and the Warriors had put a, quite a few good performances together. One thing that I did uh, come to the decision about last night, though, they need to really address, obviously, the way they play in wet weather because the Roosters beat them in similar conditions. Mm. But... Uh, now, years gone by, I would have said, yeah, that's it, they'll fall off the cart. But that side, the Warriors, have shown me enough this year that I think it's enough mental fortitude. It'll be a learning curve. I wouldn't want to be the bloke at the New Zealand TAB, though, that OK to pay out them making the eight because they're down to seven now. I hope everyone over there has cashed in their, um, <laughs> their tickets. <laughs> it's so tight. It's so tight, isn't it, Lyle? Which is fantastic for the competition, you know. 
The roost, I think the Roosters, what, are only, what, two wins behind the Warriors and they're in 12th? Yeah, look, um, I put 100 bucks on the Warriors to make the eight this year. I know a few people in and around the club and I've got the homework on this coach and everyone said, no, this guy's the bloke. And obviously, I think he is the right bloke for the unique individual that is the New Zealand Rugby League player. He understands them well. They'll bounce back. Um, it'll be good for New Zealand and rugby league in general if the Warriors get a home semi. But, you know, at the beginning of the year, if you said to their supporters, oh, they'll make the eight, they would have been happy with that. They've probably got a little bit carried away. But, um, you know, the storm got flogged a few weeks ago by a cricket score. Um, no, they'll bounce back. But, uh, yeah, it is a very hard road and it's an incredibly hard competition. The only concern I would have is something does happen to Sean Johnson because although he didn't go that flash last night, the 10 minutes he was off the field against Frenella before he come on and scored the try, they looked a little bit rudderless. So as long as he stays fit, um, the, Fenua, uh, the bloke that got Sinbin for the high shot, I thought that was ridiculous. I mean, how can a referee know with what? Uh, power he hit the opposition's head. So, oh, I didn't hear that. Did, did he explain it as, what, based on the momentum? The... Yeah. Oh, are you still there, Lyle? Yeah, mate. Go on. So, no, I was just asking you to, to, to elaborate on that. Did the referee say, because you hit him too hard in the head rather than just hitting him in the head? So if you hit them softly in the head, is that okay? Yeah. We get the Australian commentary, right? And I think you guys have your own. Um, The commentary here said, or Klein said that, no, it was with too much force that you hit the head. But, I mean, unless you're standing there, how how, how do you know with what force the bloke... I mean, (laughs) hit, hit, uh, hit with four penalties for high shots. The Warriors get one pen- well, a penalty and he's in the bin. I mean, you know, I've, got, I've read Facebook and Klein's hardly the uh, most popular individual with New Zealand League fans. But, yeah, that one bemused me. Um, you d- do yourself a favour. Up. Don't go to the swamp of Facebook to read comments on refereeing <laughs> at the moment. Uh, it's not good. But let, let, let's be frank. Souths. Were, were they as good as we've suggested? Like, their ability to not make mistakes was really poignant when I watched. Uh, South Sydney, like uh, you said in your interlude, or your mate that's, you know, the Warriors supporter, they are a team that have been around a long time. They're seasoned yeah. professionals, uh, and they know what to play in what conditions, and they adapted brilliantly to it. Like, we don't get weather. I'm in Queensland, weather conditions like that too much in Queensland, although when we do, it's right out of hand. But... Um, mm. The Warriors failed to adapt to the conditions, basically. And I think, well, South was starting to get a bit desperate after four losses. So they were probably a little bit out-confused. Out-confused. Good man, Log. Thanks so much for giving us a call, mate. Well done to your Rabbitoh side. Better on the night, no doubt about that. We'll chat again soon, I hope. See you, Lyle. Mate. Lyle from the Go Coles, Gold Coast. He's not. You see, he sounds quite level in terms of his support for his team. He's like, "Oh yeah, we were due," you know. Whereas the Warriors fans, I mean, we've just got a a, a text in here saying, "Hmm, I've seen this Warriors movie before. Heaps of possession, first without scoring. Got to sort that out quickly. Outplayed and out coached tonight from Dan." 
And it's kind of like... I didn't text that. <laughs> that's what the Warriors fans go through, you know? It's like the end of the world when they have a bad game and they're going to win the thing when they, when they get a new... I just want to see more level. And that's not something that's rubbing me the wrong way. Well, maybe it is. Well, maybe I'd, it like, is to, a little I'd bit. like to know a little bit later what's rubbing you the wrong way. I'd also like to know what Kerry, um, Kerry's texting saying, what's rubbed me the wrong way? And then his message stops. Is it meant to be Gary or was it Carrie? I don't Carrie. know. I don't Carrie. know. Uh, we will take a short break. 24 after 10. More of your calls. Open line talk throughout the hour as always here on the sesh. Or is 0800-150-811. You can text us on double eight double three. We roll through to one o'clock here on SENZ. This is the Saturday session with Daniel McCarty and Grant Elliott with Rum and Q, award-winning rubs, sauces and seasonings. We've got another Rum and Q giveaway a little bit later, part of uh, Rub the Wrong Way. Uh, Brian and Richie are waiting patiently through the break. We appreciate that. Brian's first up. G'day, Brian. Congratulations to your side last weekend. Well done. G'day, Brian. Thank you, boys. But Grant, uh, sorry, Daniel, it was you I really wanted to thank you. Uh, when you were on Smithy's show a Monday week back when he was sick, you had two people who came on and gave us a great talk for the Crusaders' motivation. Remember I sent you a couple of texts? You had Ian oh, you Jones on. Yeah, and you, then you made some facetious comment to me about Crusaders not listening, but I, you, you obviously support the Crusaders, so I want, I've rung up to no, congratulate pithy. you for the help. It was probably, it was probably you, more pithy than facetious. Uh, but but oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I, I, re, I, remember, I remember it very well, Brian. I ver, remember it very well. I think I said something on the lines of, the Crusaders are a pretty high-functioning organisation. I'm not sure... They'll take the comments of Ian Jones, plaster them on the wall. I, d- I don't think they need that motivation, Brian, because somehow, no, no, some way, every, every friggin' year, you get it right at the right time of the season. Unreal. Now, <laughs> that is unreal. The thing is, and that's what's rubbed me the wrong I, way, is the abuse of a referee has stopped us talking about how good the Crusaders have been. Yeah, have, yeah well, the, 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 Crus- the Chiefs lost because they had three people off the field, not because of a forward pass that happened half an hour before a try was scored. You know, you, they've got to be used the, to that the, for a start. Is that the forward pass that resulted in the Chiefs getting the ball and then clearing the ball with a kick up towards the halfway line to take it to a line-out? Yeah, that's right. And then it went yeah, back and yeah, then yeah. we scored after that. I mean, it's, I mean that was BS they've been talking about there. Yeah. I mean, mile away. But, you know, I just uh, I thought you should get Ian Jones on the show again this morning and ask him, you know, because he, cause he, was, <laughs> he was profound. He was profound. And I forget who the sports reporter you had on after, uh, after him. And... Um, those those brilliant people. So if you're on next year before the Crusaders play the final, I want you to get those people on again because uh, are you we'll be there. Me that Don't I've, worry about Are you telling me, Brian, that I've kind of won a Super Rugby title as a result of this? Yes, you have. Yes, you have. You, oh. you know, because you, <laughs> your Hurricanes can't win for you, you, you want to climb on our bandwagon. So, so thank, thank you very much, Daniel. Brilliant of you to call and thank me and give me a Super Rugby title. That's magnificent. <laughs> thank Thanks, you. Brian. Go enjoy your weekend. G'day, Richie. Well done. Cheers. Richie. Is, Morning, is this Daniel part Grant. of the Everton Club? Is this Richie from my uh, Everton Club? Oh, Richie. When are we getting together? We've got to celebrate well, the, the Premier League. You're the boss. Start. Yeah, I know. I know. But don't worry. It's coming together, Richie. I mean, the good news is that we are a healthy group of around about 10 or 11 now. Oh. Um, so yeah. I, I am trying to get James Marshall from Auckland in. He's a, he's a big Everton fan, so... Uh, I know everyone's sort of hibernating at the moment. Let's get Hamish to turn up. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, good call. I have to put my apologies in. I couldn't make the virtual meeting this week. I was overseas um, protecting an empty right. plane for someone. And that's so, uh, yeah. 
duty called. What were you doing? Hey, I've got. I was overseas protecting an empty plane that someone had to use, take overseas just in case the other one broke down this week. Oh, you mean to China, by any chance? Oh, well, we didn't go quite to China, but, yep. I can't say any more, Daniel, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, you can give my, tell my, me at the virtual meeting, rub, Richie. Give my best to the Prime Minister next yep. time you see him. I've got my rub the wrong way. And the Warriors yep. last night, every time the kick option for when they're close to the south line was kick at Alex Johnson. Like, does he drop the ball a lot? Because he didn't last night. <laughs> he took about um, 15 of those kicks and that, whereas on the other wing they had a, a guy making his debut so whether Mount Smart or Go Media Mount Smart hostile crowd and you don't kick it to the person that's making the, his debut once and that, so I I, I've just got visions of you I've, I've just got visions of you just getting more angrier, you know, gritting your <laughs> teeth the longer it went on. Oh, yeah, just maybe um, someone had a bet on it at the TAB that Alex Johnson would take 15 catches that night. So we'd better give him the ball 15 times if, to make those catches. Brilliant <laughs> That's stuff, my rub the wrong way. We'll lock and you that, in, mate. You're yeah, in the draw. You're, you're in the draw, my friend. Thanks so much, Richie. And stay... Stay close to your notifications. Grant will get in contact uh, with you with regard to your first virtual meeting. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Richie. Yeah. Excellent. So Richie's um, kicking options from the Warriors last night, his suggestion of what's rubbed you the wrong way. Uh, this is with uh, Rum and Q, of course. Experience Rum and Q's award-winning barbecue rubs, sauces and seasonings. Absolutely perfect for any occasion. Uh, everyone who uh, either calls or texts in with their suggestion for rub the wrong way goes in the draw. Dean, hello. Um. A groove has decided that we'd sit down and see what's going on with this Mighty Warriors team last night. Mm. Another flatmate, his birthday's on tomorrow. So I shot into town and there was a dirty old South jersey there at Save Mart. So I bought that for 40 bucks and <laughs> gave it to him. Just to annoy people. <laughs> well, no, I thought we'd be burning it at half time. But no, no. And I'm with that last caller. Like, the, t- the conditions were atrocious. But that no, I presume it's that number two for them. Like... He catches the high ball incredibly well. Even if you were to belt him, he's not going to drop it. But they kept kicking it to him. And after the first one, I said to the guys in the room, well, you wouldn't kick it to that bloke again, would you? But they, they seem to. But for me, it's just, well, there won't be a second watch for the 10 of us that watched it, simply because if you get a crowd like that, there was nothing else on. That's why we watched it. But you get a crowd like that, and then you play like that, and to be brutally honest, there must be something in that rain up in Auckland because it filters through their union and their league team, doesn't it? Like, how can you play like that in front of that crowd? And the other question for you is, is why are the All Blacks playing there in a couple of weeks or something? They're not at Eden Park. I heard that they're, playing, they're putting extra seating in at that ground, Mount Smart. And then the Warriors have got another big home game on the Saturday. Why aren't the All Blacks at Eden Park? What's going on there? Is- there's a pretty big sporting tournament kicking off in about 20 days. It's probably put pay to that. Perfect. Yeah, yeah that's how thick I am. I didn't the, even put two and two together and come up with six. But the, so why do they have to go to Yeah, to the FIFA Mostly. Women's World Cup. The FIFA Women's World Cup will have access to it. So you're right. They, they obviously place uh, Argentina in Mendoza um, and then return to Mount, Mount Smart Stadium for a game against the box before going to a cricket ground to play the Wallabies. MCG, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's Tuesday as well. No, that's a Saturday. Are you sure? I thought it was a Tuesday. Well, I'm looking at allblacks.com, unless 
their web yeah. um, support team haven't updated things. But uh, Dean, I want to ask you then. So, so you reckon that the the Warriors just had a really bad day, and the Rabbitohs didn't have a good one? Because I yeah, I thought the Rabbitohs were really impressive. But also, our sporting teams can they have a bad day? Like, can we actually give them a no. few games here and there? No, great. They don't turn not up not because perfection, perfection is no, easy to you, achieve. Yeah, not when you've got a crowd like that behind you. I don't think it's just something. It's just. It's just it was the same as the Auckland going down to Crusaders for the semi-final. It was just, it was just nothing there. Like it's, I don't know. They have to answer those questions. I can't answer them. But it, well, I've had a one thing season, I'll say, good on them. Yeah, one thing I'll say, Dean, is that potentially it's that part of the season where, as a team, you start looking too far ahead, and you start thinking, "Wow, we could, we could be there." You know, we could be there for finals footy as opposed to just keeping your eye on the ball and it's just one game at a time and the expectations um, and the crowds and the hype around it maybe gets the players slightly. So that's when you need yeah, good senior players around you and, and someone to just keep that environment quite calm. Let's hope so because they went to Canberra and I thought that would be a bridge too far just through listening. Well, we didn't watch that particular game, but that, that, was a, that was a courageous and a hell of a win, especially when, you know what it's like when you've got a coach that's retiring or a player playing a marquee game that you actually care for and you'll stand up and go to that next level. Well, they, they belted them, so I thought maybe they have got something. But last night, they were just had it. Yeah, I suppose they might have woke up, oh, with a headache or something. Maybe they all had their money in the TAB making the top eight and got paid out as well. I don't, I don't know, but they just didn't front that. There could be, I might apply for a job at the TAB because I reckon they're going to get nice. <laughs> Good on you, Dean. Appreciate it, mate. Go enjoy your day. It's 23 minutes away Thanks, from Dean. 11 o'clock. Uh, open line talk. If there's something else you want to discuss, now is your opportunity. Speak now or forever hold your peace. 0800 811 or text us. On the tempo, be post text machine double eight double three. Back after this, Bruce, you'll be first up. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. That is our number. We take your calls between ten and eleven every Saturday. Grant Elliott is here. I'm Daniel McCarty, and this is Bruce. Good morning. Morning, Bruce. Good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Morning, gentlemen. Um, yeah, interesting night of sport. Watch some of the Warriors games simply around game management. Um. South Sydney just played the conditions way, way better. And yeah, you're allowed the odd bad game. I agree with you. I wouldn't be quite as harsh as Dino on, on this. The worst possible scenario was an absolute pouring rain track in front of a full crowd. If they'd had a dryish paddock, it would have been um, a different contest. So they'll be fine. They've got some easier games coming up, and uh, I think they'll probably make the eight all right. Um, it's okay to accept overnight. the opposition were the better team, and you have done exactly oh. that. Thank you very much, Bruce. Your thoughts are on the Ashes? Yeah, I watched, um, kindly watched some on um, the TV last night, uh, up to about 11.30. Hey, the, the it's okay to come out and say we're going to play this new style of attacking, you know, cricket and all that sort of thing, but it um, I'm not sure what the term is, but you've got to be really capable and confident if you're going to pull it off against all type type of teams. And Australia, um, overall, they've got a hell of a well-balanced side and they've got some um, very good technical players, bowling and batters, and I, I don't think it's going to come off. And I Do you remember, them. Bruce, um, do you remember yep. in 2005, I think it was the Five Ashes, where uh, McGraw 
limped off because he, he fell on a ball um, and he was in crutches yeah. that day and it turned the ashes, yep. like that injury there. Nathan Lyon did the same yesterday. So he he's turned out. up on crutches and he's he's out. Do you know, do you know who's the I leading wicket taker so far on this Ashes series, Grant? Nathan Lyon. Mm. But also, so I wonder, Bruce, if that kind of prompts England, and I've been very surprised that they played on flat wickets because flat wickets bring spin into play. So... Why yep. don't England just play on some green seamer that's swinging around and seeming? Because Have you seen the Australian bowling attack? Yes, but when it's swinging and seeming, you want people <laughs> that are bowling like round that 130 k's an hour because it does more through the air and off the, off the wicket. Whereas the quicker you bowl, sometimes it doesn't do as much. They've got pace. I reckon these oh, wickets... Hazelwood would struggle. Hazelwood would be decent. But yeah. the thing is with these wickets is that it brings pace into the the attack because they've got 10 Ks quicker than the, the English uh, bowling attack. So I think well balanced for the Aussies. Yes. But now without lion, maybe there's a little window of opportunity there for England to change tact a touch. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I you, think I'm with, I think Bruce I mean, is the, the, the umming and ahhing uh, Bruce, without putting words in your mouth, you're feeling mm. this is go- ultimately over five tests is going to be quite one-sided. Is that what you're fearing? Well, with a bit of weather over there, I was predicting 2-1 to Australia to take the series comfortably and probably mm. be in, in control in maybe at least one of the other matches. Um, I, I just think they're, they're just way more settled. I mean, Kawaja and Smith, that they look outstanding as batters. I predict it's well, they are the world the test top, champions. You know, they are the world test champions, right. mate. They were the second group. They were the second group to climb Everest, and we'll probably forget them in a few years, um, won't we? Good to chat, Bruce. We'll try and sneak in another call. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Bruce. Ragavan's calling from Melbourne. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Rags. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I was just calmly listening in uh, earlier. I couldn't agree with Grant um, earlier with a spinner down. That actually gives them the opportunity to uh, ensure that the Aussie bowling uh, goes uh, and like hits the dirt. Where like uh, you have an injury-prone Josh Hazelwood, so technically speaking, and it is only two fast bowlers, Mitchell Stark and uh, Pat Cummins. You have an all-rounder. Yes, Cameron Green is good. He's just an all-rounder. So like it is gives you the more options to ensure that you bat the session, you bat through the day. Let the Aussie bowlers go to ground and ensure that, like you have at the end of the day with just like seven wickets or eight wickets down, that actually gives you the opportunity to get back into the series. I think England has squandered the series yesterday. Yes, if if uh, in an aftermath after five series, the five Test match series, if you look back, it will be this day, day three of Test two, is when England lost it real bad. Hey, Rags, I want to ask you this because you're in Melbourne and you'll get the you'll you'll be on a uh, finger on the pulse of the uh, the press over there. It feels like the press are really pouring petrol on the spares ball fire now at the moment, and they've they've come out firing. They're saying brainless batting by England, and that's not, what you're saying. Not the is that press through the game. Not just yesterday. the press. It's former players in yes. commentary positions. Yes. Yeah. 
yes every everyone is like adding fuel to the fire they are saying that like it's like um, uh, i would spare the details of this like uh, very a uh, uh, shocking appalling uh, headlines but like uh, um, what they are trying to pound on here is the typical aussie way where like if you are on the top you just like stay on top keep your uh, foot to the throat and then ensure that like you don't get back up i think that's what they are trying to do which is understandable that's the aussie way the aussie media way but uh, uh, to be fair like test cricket has been played in a certain way for 130 years yes yes it is great you uh, you came you revived you did all those things nicely but ben stokes showed your way he he actually held down one end why can't a player like that player like harry brook he's like technically very nice he's he's a, he's a, he he showed what he can do at the at my basin and he also played well very well across the across the uh, world and even johnny bester is a very good decent player why can't they just like do what a ben stokes did where just like play some attritional cricket play session by session play hour by hour they can they, they could have done that but they by doing that like no this is my, they they talk about this big game of like uh, we are just like calm we are fluid we are all those things but it seems that they are very rigid it's only this way or the highway if great, you, if great you talk fuse there rags great fuse and we're going to have to move things on here but i i understand what you're saying and i think i agree is that there's a time for baseball and there's a time for respecting um the bowlers and actually playing a little bit of test cricket and it's a it's a five match series doesn't have to be one in a in, in, in a session. Thanks so much. Enjoy uh, Melbourne over there. Always great having you on the show. Thank you, guys. Later. Thank you, guys. Thank you. He makes a very good point about. Let, let's not forget, England were 188 for one. Yeah. After 38 overs, in the next 38.2 overs, 137 for nine. Well, I, I also unfortunately for England, Australia have found a way where they can present a field which is just square of the wicket and behind the batter and bowl short, use their pace, which they don't have. Attack. And they go, come on, well, if you want to hit the ball, like, a little bit like Ben Duckett, you want to leave six balls in 495, plays, plays at everything, um, he's obviously going to go after it. Mm. So either he hits it over the fielders or he gets caught. Great calls this hour. 0800 150 811. 8833 if you want to send some texts. Might get to those after this uh, break.